Hi, and welcome to the first inaugural episode of Manic Depressive Mondays, the podcast where the two of us were talking about stuff. That's right. <laughs> Have anything to add on that one? No. <laughs> we are just talking about stuff. I mean, let's start. Uh, let's start with our uh, uppers and our downers and uppers. Yeah. So the first, like that. we decided we're going to start every episode just talking about what's been like really positive in our life and what's been really negative. Our uppers and downers. Uh, and we're going to start with downers so we can end on uppers. Uh, yes. So so I'll go first. Well, I said we would do both of our downers and both of our uppers. So my Sounds downer good. this week was other people. Like, and not just like, just in general, it was like the negativity of other people. Like people choosing to like, just really be miserable, making me feel miserable. Like you just pick up on people's attitudes and even if like you're actively choosing to be positive, sometimes other people's attitudes just will bring you down or make you anxious or make you sad. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. It's mainly like people's aura. Yeah. You know, like that's the way that I see it. Like, oh, this is going to sound a little fucked up, but it's really true. Okay. So we call my grandma, we call my grandma the energy vampire. Because oh, yeah. I know lots of people like that. And yeah. And he, like, I'm sure everybody does. You meet that person and they just like, you're happy, you're good going. And then boom, they just start talking about so much negativity. You're just like, oh, I just want to crawl back into my cave. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I mean, and again, thankfully she doesn't know how to use the internet. My grandma is the same way. Like you could go in being like, I, I, the, with the best news in the world, you could be like, I, I just got married and won a million dollars. And she'd be like, I'll probably be dead before you see that money. And I'm like, what the <laughs> What am I supposed to do with that? You got to pay your taxes so you only get like $5. Yeah, you're like, how could you be so negative about such positive news? I agree. Yeah, they're the worst. My grandma does know how to use the internet. She's like a stalker. Oh, no. And she's going to be saying yeah. this and she's going to be like, what the hell, man? What's up, grandma? <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so my downer this week was definitely my grandma. <laughs> okay. Hey, look, I'm glad we're on the same page here. <laughs> um, yeah, my grandma's not doing too well, and it's being really hard on my family. So just kind of seeing where that's going. We found out that she probably doesn't have COPD, okay. and she might have either some other cancer or something. So, yeah, really big downer. So. <laughs> I mean, a downer disguised as an upper. You go, oh, she doesn't have COPD. Good, which means it's something worse. Like it's it's a it's exactly. it's kind of a rug pulling out from under you thing. Yeah, exactly. Like we were so excited when we heard that, and then, boom, hit in the face with, oh, it might be something else, and then we were like, oh, okay, that's yeah, how you're fun. like story checks out. That's how this works. Yeah, I felt like I was on Grey's Anatomy, you know? And it's like, boom, boom. Or like, what is that, Law and Order? <laughs> like, something's about to happen. <laughs> like, I, I, I just, like, I just sure. like the idea that, like, your your life is just kind of like a TV episode. You have your own score. You, gotta tell me, you, you can't tell me that my life is not a TV show, it, bro. It, uh, no, I mean, it, it's if it is, it's a bummer. I don't want to watch it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I agree. We're that. I'm that show that's just that keeps going. What is that? Uh, All my children. What is that show? <laughs> oh, you're a soap opera. The the worst yeah, I'm kind a soap of show. Opera. <laughs> I'm a soap opera for sure. Yeah. All right. What's your upper, bro? My upper this week is okay. It's gonna sound kind of. Can you hear that music in the background? No. Okay, I'm just making sure because it's very loud. We have like this creepy ice cream man on our street. And all year round, he drives, I'm pretty sure, just up and down our street, like, within, like, a block radius, <laughs> blaring the ice cream music. And there are no kids that I've ever seen interacting with this ice cream man. It is oh, so spooky. So he's a drug dealer, or he's dead. I, I mean, if, if he's a drug dealer, I feel a little offended that I've never even been, been approached once. Like, do I look like a narc nowadays? Is that what happened? 
Yeah, look at you in those glasses. You're dark. I, I dude. feel like these are I, these are my glorious Steinem glasses. They're not. I'm not supposed to look like a narc. Glorious Steinem's the least narc of all narcs. <laughs> you're uh, you're 21 jump streeting this. That's oh, what you're, you're doing. right. Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my my uh, my upper for this week is actually VR workouts, like. So I've been feeling like really like unmotivated to do like traditional working out. Just haven't been feeling it. I'm like, I, I have so little energy. Why am I going to give it? To, like, even though I know I will feel really good after working out. I'm like, I'm not going to freaking do that. It's a bummer. It makes me, it makes me bored. And I'm like, I have so little time in the day. Like I want to do something I enjoy. Well, so I've been every day after work, we'll, we'll come home and like, really get to play video games but i am by the end i am drenched in sweat just disgusting that's awesome and i feel really and i and i it's a you know it's two birds with one stone i really feel like renewed from the workout but also i'm having a really good time doing it i was i was just telling elise today that i wish i had like a traumatic brain injury that took away all my shame because when i'm here hear me out (laughs) because when i'm doing it I feel like it's, it feels really close to dancing, right? Like, and in my mind, oh. if I enjoy doing this, I think I would love doing like Zumba or whatever, but there's so much shame inside me. I will never take a Zumba class. Like I'd rather like cut my own legs off than have to dance in a room with other people. So I just kind of yeah. wish, I, I mean, like, I, I love it. I love it. And it's been really getting me through the week. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. I'm so proud of you both. Are you and Elise doing or just you? I only have one VR headset. Nice try here, buddy. Well, you said we. That's why I thought maybe it was uh, other you and Elise. But uh, I, I thought that we? was pretty cool, man. Hey, uh, I thought you did. I'm starting to worry about if myself. Not, then... if I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's just multiple uh, people. Yeah, because she has not even come close to doing that with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that was just me. Um, yeah, man, that's super cool. Matthew and I stopped working out, so <laughs> I totally understand what you're talking about. Well, it got it, boring. And it, and it just sucks because, like, you know how good you feel afterwards. Like, it is, it is like, like the best drug. Like, you, you just feel so good afterwards, but it's just so hard yeah. to get yourself there. That's true. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you figured out something to get you going. We'll see. I mean, this is cyclical. I'll, I'll probably fall right out of it. But right now, it's my upper. Uh, also, hold on. Uh, also, as a person that's tried Zumba, uh-huh. Zumba's ass. Oh, is, <laughs> is it? I can, like, I have some coordination, right? I'm not saying I have it. I just have some of it. Okay. And it is the hardest thing to keep up with when somebody is just going. Well, maybe and you, like, have, you had a bad ten, instructor. Four. <laughs> no, dude, I've tried it a million times and everyone's just like, and I'm like, I want to get into it because I love dancing, but no, not my thing at all. So what about, hear me out, instead of Zumba then, maybe like when the world is back to normal, like you should take a different kind of dance class. I think, I mean, it, it, would that be a better idea? Maybe. I would love to try, like, cumbia or, like, salsa and stuff like that. I think that would be fun. What, I don't know. We'll see. What if you, I definitely <laughs> love swimming right now. What if you pivot completely <laughs> and do a, what is that called, capoeira? <laughs> I don't know what that is. You don't? Okay, so it's a, no. it's a fighting style, but it's based in dance. So it looks like, haven't you seen? It looks like they're dancing, but it's a fighting style. It is so funny to me. It is It is one of my favorite things. Isn't that in Bob's Burgers? It is, and it's real. Oh, then I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I think you should take a capoeira class. Okay, I'm gonna look into it. Hopefully it's not too expensive. Maybe I'll get a free class. Yeah, you just, just do the test, just to see if you like it. You, everywhere has a free, yeah. it's like drugs. You know, you get the first dose for free. My mom wants me to try hot yoga. I've tried it once, and it was disgusting. We live in Southern California. Yeah, that's we can something... just go outside. <laughs> was it was hundred and eleven. <laughs> that's something that people in the Midwest want to do. They're like, they're like, oh, it's it's twelve degrees outside. Don't you know? I'm gonna go do some hot yoga. Sometimes I hate the things that LA and San Francisco and San Diego trends happen, and I'm just like. Can we not do the goat yoga? Can we not do hot yoga? Can we just not? 
can we just not do that? And also, <laughs> I don't I, want an animal shitting on me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so my upper. Uh-huh. This is big news. This is big news. It's been okay. getting me through my whole week. So I haven't told you because I wanted to wait and wow. get your reaction. I feel like now I'm going to react poorly. Like you're going to be like, wow, this is really disappointing. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So Matthew and I decided mm-hmm. that we want to start a family one day. Uh-huh. Oh, that's, yeah. that's the so, end. Okay. That's but, it. Okay. We want to start okay. a family of our own. Okay. This is confusing to me because I know that... One of you is scheduled for a surgery. Yeah, on Saturday, and we decided You're gonna to cancel. go through with it. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, we already canceled. Well, it was last. It was this last Saturday. Okay, because I was gonna say, because I was like, I was like, hey, I don't know if you know this. I know it's reversible and all, but like, why, why put Matthew through that twice? I know that'd be terrible. That's no, exciting. yeah, we decided. Yeah, so. Now we're just, we told my grandma, and she got so excited. She was so happy. Not an energy vampire at all that one She, she didn't go. She goes, we'll see if I live long enough to see it. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. I actually told her, I was like, you better get your health together. Uh-huh. So, um, and she just, like, did one of those with my little teeth that she has. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I thought it was really funny and that she acted that way, but... Yeah, we're really excited and we started thinking of like how we can add to the house, what we can do to the house and just like planning for our future. Okay, can so, I can I tell you good. this is like this is actually really timely news too. So, Elise and I were just talking about there's a lot of people out there having kids and I'm like why? I wish they weren't. And I go and it sucks because everyone I know who would be incredible at raising a person just aren't gonna have kids. So I really appreciate you guys because I think oh. you guys will be Chef's Kiss excellent parents and will raise a Chef's Kiss excellent human being. And oh. I just think it will be good to, to balance out the universe a little bit that you guys have now decided on this. Or this kid would be a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be really difficult. Yeah. I mean, yeah, wait, it's it, true. sometimes you never know, but I think I, I would, I would bet good money that this is going to be a, a kid to balance out the universe. Thanks, man. We're really hoping that it doesn't like that when we're ready to have a kid, like it doesn't come out too gingery because both of us have ginger in both of our families. So, nothing wrong with being a ginger. Nothing wrong with it. But okay, we're but... just not ready. You know, like most parents have to prepare for like certain talks. Right. I, I love that you guys, you, yeah, you guys have to prepare for the ginger talk. And you and Matthew are going like, one day we're going to have to tell him he doesn't have a soul. I know. And that's going to be the worst part. <laughs> I or he's or the kid or the kid's gonna be like super short because i'm mexican and i have some short family members and some of us don't have necks in my family so. <laughs> well it's gonna is the kid's gonna be like the the guy from uh 90 day fiance that everyone talks about yes and ginger oh. i mean look we could only hope you know what i mean i know either hope. way we'll love it We'll I, I I I honestly do think that's like super exciting news. I, I, I it's just nice to know that like good people are gonna put out a good person. Hopefully. Do you guys have? Have you guys <laughs> talked talk about like timelines? Yeah. So we're thinking about like after I'm thirty. Okay. So like in two, three, Matthew's like five or ten years. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's a five or ten. Yeah, he keeps going further and further. <laughs> he's like, but he's really excited. He's like, but have you considered this? Wait till we're sixty-five and retired. Then uh, we have lots of time to raise a child. Exactly. Yeah. No. But uh, we're really excited because we would both be traveling already. Because for his birthday, we're going to Denmark and France. Hopefully, because those are the places with COVID that if you're vaccinated, you're good to go. Uh huh. And, and if you're updated and stuff. Um, and for my birthday, hopefully for my birthday, we're a little bit back to normal and traveling. Uh-huh. I want to go somewhere tropical for my 30th. 
So do some traveling. Oh, and okay. Stuff. You're talking about in two years from now. You're not turning thirty next year. No, yeah, two years from now. Okay, when got my thirtieth. After okay. I'm thirty, want to look into it. Look into there. <laughs> <laughs> That is good news. And what a fun opera. When, so when did you guys decide? So like you said, it's getting through your week. Um, it's Monday. Yeah. So we did it on Saturday. We were going to, or on Friday, we were going to go get, we were on our way to go get bird food. And Saturday was the appointment. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about it. And then we started talking about like our fear of it. And it just led to a different topic. And then we went to my mom's house and we started talking to my mom about it, and then we realized that we do want to have our own family, and that a lot of it was just our fear of going through with what our parents went through mm-hmm. and put us through, like that trauma. Yeah. And also because I am borderline, it is hereditary. Mm-hmm. But um, we read that through, I think Stanford University, they did like a couple of testings on people, and. It's if you do like the DBT, I think that's what it's called therapy. Um, you can go into remission with okay. it. It's like rehab, and so like you rewire your brain, and you can not like you mentally rewire yeah. your brain, so that way you can know how to act with a child, know how to act during pregnancy, know how that's to act in cool. general. Yeah. So uh, I start on Saturday. Um, this coming Saturday, my first session. So mm-hmm. just uh, going to get prepared and start working on hopefully going to going to remission one day so I can be ready to start a family. That's freaking sick, man. So. I know. Look what at is, me making adult decisions. I, hey, that is, that is the most – those are really adult decisions. I'm like I'm, – I'm over here being like, where's my juice box? I don't know what to do. I get it. I'm drinking Dr. Perry. Dr. Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Pepper and Cherry. Because I can do whatever I want. Hey, don't give them any free ad time, man. You're drinking Dr. Perry. They don't need to know their actual brand. Yeah, fuck Dr. Perry. (laughs) All right, you ready to get to our topic? Yeah, I feel like I feel like we're already out of control. Like it's already been twenty minutes, and we're like just in the beginning stages. We need a we need to focus. We need in. we need to focus. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, the fir- the first so I, I I'm just gonna explain for, for because it's the first episode. I might end up explaining later on because who knows who's listening. Uh, essentially, the breakdown of how the show is gonna work is we're gonna do like kind of a personal segment where it's, where it's the topic is based off like our our lives. We're gonna do a like current event segment where we're talking about like what's going on in the world, and then talk about something heavy. Yes. Then like another current. Well, I guess one of them is like a more trend related. So the middle one is like trends, and then the last one is like a heavy current event, like what's going on in the world. Um, and who knows if that's gonna change in the future? Life is an enigma. We could be here today and not here tomorrow. Uh, I mean, there's a news that there's a bigger star that was just found recently in the last day or two. So that's a pretty big topic. I feel, I feel like I, I thought you were going to say something like, and it's heading right here, and you're just going to send me into an existential crisis. Don't oh, no, do it, man. It's huge, dude. It's a huge star. So we should kind of be concerned. I want to save that topic for another day because I, I will tell you... Um, just thinking about space just ruins me sometimes. Like, I can't think about space. Oh, cool. I know so much about space because of Matthew. So, this is part-time I, job. You know what? It's important to have to have side hustles that make absolutely just existential crises. That's true. Okay, okay, okay. Back to our topic. All right. Okay. So, the first thing we're going to talk about is how we met and how we became friends. Uh... I think, I think I'm gonna jump into how we met. Oh God, I don't like this. <laughs> because because it explains why my version of how we became friends is not the same. We don't have the same story about how we became friends. 
Okay, go. Just go okay. already. I'm so, already getting agitated. So, uh, we, we met freshman year of high school. Uh, I was at a basketball camp, so I had missed the first two weeks of our, like, uh, team training. Yeah. yeah. For the high school. So, I had no idea who was going to be there other than the people I, I went to junior high with. And so I, I come back from basketball camp and I'm, I'm just, I'm ready to, to make new friends and, and uh, just live my best life. And I get there and it's a lot of people, a lot of familiar faces, but there's like three or four new people. And I was, I looked at them and I go, I, a couple of these girls I think I'll get along with fine. But there was one there that I go, me and that girl will have nothing in common ever. Because there's this girl, this gangly weirdo, dressed in head to toe like <laughs> Tiffany pink. Like just the most, like, it, it looked like, pep she looked like Pepto-Bismol. Uh, <laughs> pink headband, pink shoes, pink pink shorts, pink shirt. And I just looked it at her and I go. It wasn't my fault. My <laughs> mom was dressing me. I had no idea what clothes were. I went to all uniform school. And I'm looking at her and I go, me and that girl. We'll have nothing in common. I, I I don't even. I'm not even giving her the time of day. Not even gonna. Not even gonna give her a second thought. So uh, we went about and, and and truly, I you know I I think it was everyone on the team was like friendly and cordial with each other, but d truly did not go out of my way to get to know Pepto Bismol girl as we'll refer to her uh, or Louisa, uh, and so. In my mind, the way we first met was not how we became friends. In my mind, basically, I want to say, what, six months later, <laughs> maybe a year, is how we became best At friends. Least soft, sophomore year. Sophomore okay, yeah. So, so a I full year true. went by in my mind before we were friends. <laughs> So you could go ahead and tell your anecdote of how we became friends then. Okay, so in my mind, <laughs> I was, I had no friends, right? It was, I just moved into our town, into this town, into wherever we lived. And I had nobody. <laughs> I was just trying to make friends. My mom thought it would be a good idea to just dress me, right? Because I had no <laughs> idea what I was wearing. I was extremely emo and my mom hated everything I wore. So she thought it'd be a good idea. So when I met you, you like seemed cool and I thought maybe we could be friends. And so I dipped my toes and like tried to be friends with as many people, but that didn't work out. <laughs> and, uh, and then I thought we became friends when we went to Lake Tahoe together for our basketball. And I asked you if you wanted uh, raisins. <laughs> and and we took some pictures of some geese and I thought that was it like I thought we were friends I, I just but, like in your mind that all it takes to form like real <laughs> blasting friendships is like to share raisins and to take photos of geese like that's that's all it takes like could you imagine if that's how it worked now like you just like go to a new job and you're trying to meet coworkers and you're like well, you know, we've hung out outside of work a couple of times, but we haven't shared raisins or taken photos of geese. So honestly, couldn't tell you if we're friends or not. I agree, though. Like raisins is a weird fruit or what is that? Fruit, fruit, yeah, it's a fruit. to eat. Uh-huh. You know? And geese are scary. Like if you bond with food and a nightmare experience, like, I think it's a, it's a, that's the best way to go out. Like, you know, that's the best friendships right there. It is so but I didn't realize that we became friends sophomore year at the retreat mm -hmm. we went to. And you said something and I was like, oh, I didn't know we weren't friends <laughs> until now. Well, I yeah. had no idea. Well, okay. Because in my mind, to me, friendship is built on like, and to this day, this is why I have very few friends. Uh Friendship is built on like absolute trust. Like you need to be like completely your authentic self. And so it took like Louisa burying her soul to me at the time. I mean, nowadays, like we would look back on it and be like, that's not burying your soul. But to no. me at the time it was. And so I, I was like, 
finally friends. <laughs> finally. <laughs> We've been hanging out with each other almost every day for a year, and now we are friends. Yeah, I really did bear my soul. I had nobody, and you were so kind and receptive, and I thought we were fucking friends. <laughs> <laughs> and just to find out, I was bearing my soul to a stranger. <laughs> but the good news is now we are friends, so you were bearing your soul to a friend. The, the, I guess just, so. It's just strange that the, the transition happened midway through the conversation. Well... I mean, we're, we're, we're pushing some time now, so, I mean, that's good. That's true. I will say, though, it is, it is kind of, like, I, I think my first lesson on perspectives, too. Like, uh, my first impression of Louisa is completely counterintuitive to who she is as a person. Like, she is not, you know, a, a bubblegum, like... No vapid baby because that would be my interpretation of someone who goes to a serious <laughs> basketball uh training session the way she did uh yeah but I yeah like me too i would also think that about me but it wasn't my fault <laughs> but you know i had to wear that clothes that's why i i think i think it, it people really need to to real really adjust their perceptions of people like we cannot make first first glance assumptions about people at all. It is just so unhealthy. And what it, and, and look look, look how I how much I would have missed out on. I, I I this isn't for you. This is for the audience. Louisa has been one of the most supportive people in my entire life, and it would be besides me breaking your ribs. Yeah, <laughs> support I, supportive. You were like, get up. You're fine. Uh, and I would have missed out on, on like a, a truly good friendship because I was like, I'm not going to hang out with her. What a weirdo. <laughs> I was a weirdo. And I tell you what, I, Everyone called me a weirdo. I clearly haven't fully grown out of that. I mean, I've definitely learned, but I still, to this day, like will make some, some, uh, like first second assumptions about people. And I'm like, God, I gotta, I, I think we're, we're all guilty of it, but. Oh, totally. I think, I think today's the lesson I learned. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I mean, even with like the work that I'm into, like you can't judge any of those people. Like they're from all around and they're just trying to get their wedding photos taken and they're great people. But, you know, sometimes you're just like, wait a minute. And then they're like, say something. You're like, all right, here we go. Now we're (laughs) friends. (laughs) Here's some reasons. And sometimes it works in reverse. I've met people who, I, I called them costume jewelry people, who you meet and you're like, wow, that person's really got it together. I really appreciate them. And then you hang out with them for five, ten minutes, and you're like, oh, you're a monster. You're a true monster. You're a real nightmare person. Yeah, I totally get that. I have some of those people in my family. <laughs> I like how I like how the 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 whole main throw uh, line in this podcast is you just like shaming the crap out of your family. Good, they need to be shamed. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Someone's got to put them in their place. That's me. <laughs> so PSLs. Yes. So that's yeah. This is our current event. I have to tell you, I've never understood it. Pumpkin spice latte season is upon us. And people are losing their minds. I have, I have not gone a single day without seeing someone talk about pumpkin spice lattes. And I, yes. I, I, if I'm being completely honest, I think I've only tried one once, did not like it. Yes, same. Oh my God, my mom and I, this is the most beautiful story ever. <laughs> my mom and I, when they first came out, I don't know if you remember when they first came out, you and I, or my mom and I, Got so excited to try it because we love trying new things, uh-huh. right? We went early um, to Starbucks and we got in line. There was a huge line. We got our pumpkin spice lattes. We were like, one, two, three. We took a sip and we immediately gagged. Like, <laughs> we thought it was absolutely disgusting. And you know you know me. I don't throw away my money, right? No. I, I'll just drink it. I'll eat it. I don't care. It's my money. I'm not going to waste it. Yeah. We threw it away. It was that disgusting to us. I've tried it before earlier. I think uh, Starbucks did the, like, the iced 
pumpkin spice lattes now. Disgusting. Also. Yeah, no, I do. I don't not know get what people it. are into it for. When people lose their minds about it, uh, I have a, a a friend who works at Starbucks, and she's just she's just so annoyed when people ask about it. She she hates everything about it. But I will tell you, though I don't get pumpkin spice lattes themselves, I do get the hype around seasonal drinks because I am such a little bitch for the, the chestnut praline latte that comes out during Christmas. I'd sell my soul for it. I love oh, it. Oh, that is tasty. Doesn't it's it have so like little delicious. crunchies on it too? Yes. Yeah, that one is good. It's so tasty. <laughs> And I, I, I would, I would inject it into my veins and, and so I get it. I get the hype. Like I, I, when, when, when the, the notification comes up on the Starbucks app, they're like, guess what's back? Christmas drinks. I, I'm there. I'm already in front of the store <laughs> buying the chestnut praline latte. I'll save up my stars all year round. Uh, cause I, cause all I buy is like, they're, they're like a brewed coffee. Just get the plain black brewed coffee. Save those stars all year to buy those beautiful chestnut praline lattes endlessly. Get one once a week. When they have BOGOs, I'm there buying two chestnut praline lattes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. I have no idea how the Starbucks app works. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. I, I kind of need an explanation to that sentence in general. Okay, so I've had the Starbucks app for quite some time, mm -hmm. right? I still only have 81 points. And no, it's because I they expired. Yeah, but like I keep scanning them and we go and <laughs> I just don't understand what I'm doing. And I've gone during like the top peak where you get more points and stuff and I still have 81. I it just like doesn't change. <laughs> maybe Maybe they're not scanning it when you go. <laughs> they're like oh it's this bitch <laughs> <laughs> they're like i'm i'm not messing around with her yeah we stopped going um we only go like once in a while now and if i do go i get an iced espresso coffee with three extra shots in light whipped cream so i have a great time after it <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like how you die i honestly know so i was going um only if i could go in the morning when they still have the blonde roast because i love their blonde roast oh that is good um but they stopped serving that at nine so i had to make sure i was going first thing in the morning uh then i found that my there's a gas station right by my work and they have like an espresso machine that you basically brew the coffee you want right then and there in any size is one dollar and i was like I'll never, oh go, <laughs> I'll never go to starbucks again no that's pretty cool oh and, the, and, awesome. it, and it, the coffee legit tastes better than starbucks it is so delicious that's awesome we, we get our coffee from tj maxx do they have a coffee yeah. bar in tj maxx no they have coffee grounds oh you're talking about home coffee yeah, well, oh, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, if doctor, I'm, the Dr. Perry is officially hitting me now. <laughs> the Dr. Perry. So, I'm feeling it. My nose is running because of all the energy and all the dust that's been in my nose today. So I apologize for the nose wipes. Would you and, say, would, uh, yeah, I feel good. Would you say you're doing as best as you can? As best as as I can. <laughs> I honestly, I felt, I felt myself becoming more of a dad as the joke came out and I go, oh, time to die. I'm a hundred years old now. Well, Jenny, you really got to get used to it because I mean, you're going to be, you're going to be uncle Jenny. <laughs> no, so. it makes no sense. I will, <laughs> I refuse to be uncle Jenny. Uncle Kim only works because there's two Kims in my life. You don't have any other Jennies in your life. I am <laughs> not going to be an uncle. <laughs> okay, what if you were Theo, Jenny? Mm, no, it's still uncle. I want to be. Oh, I want to be. Uh... Siri just turned on. What? I don't know. Someone's talking to Siri. <laughs> I want to be. I want to be some. I'm gonna think. I'm gonna think of a really cool, fun title. Oh God, you're like my mom. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. Your, your mom's probably thinking, like, something hip for herself. I'm thinking of something, like, very, uh, 
very geek influenced. I, I, I might be from Star Wars. I'm not sure. Yeah, going to play around with some titles. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. I love it. Okay, wait. Since we're talking about uh, pumpkin spice lattes uh -huh. and fall coming soon, are you into fall? Are you like a fall person? Are you I don't into know why. I, I don't know. I, don't I need know. to know. I don't I know why that more. made me laugh so hard. I just like the idea, like, like, cause fall, like, are you into fall is just the broadest thing anyone's ever said. Dude, but you ask somebody that's like obsessed with fall and they're like, oh my God, I love fall so much. Like I have shirts about it. I wouldn't <laughs> say. just like, shut the fuck up, bitch. I do. I do like fall. As, yeah. as it runs on the seasons. Like, this is how I would rank my seasons. It's winter, fall, spring, summer. No, summer's not even on my list. Well, okay, I mean, look, you can't not put it on the list. You can make it last, but you no, can't not, not put on it on the list. list. <laughs> like, not on I always tell people I have reverse seasonal depression. You know, like, most people get depressed in the winter. I get so sad in the summer. Yeah, I hate the summer. I hate the summer. I hate the heat. I hate everything about summer. It kills all my plants. I hate it. <laughs> your plants or your plants? Plants. Okay. You're like, but also my plants. I'm very busy during the summer season. Yes. Summer and spring are, are, are hard for sure. I also agree with you. Winter definitely comes first. Yes. Because it's winter. But that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like you say, if I, am I in the fall? The same way people get excited about, like, pumpkin spice lattes in, in Halloween is how I feel about, like, the holiday season. Like, I love the idea of snow and wearing, like, really cool jackets. And also, yes. like, I just like the, I, look, as much as I hate what it does to my brain, I really like Christmas music. It makes me feel good. I really like seasonal Star, Starbucks drinks during that time. I'm, I'm a simp for winter. I, I simp so hard for winter. It's a disease. And I think I think what's done it to me, I think romantic comedies have done this to me. I, I think that's why I like Christmas so much. So everything definitely comes together during Christmas for sure. It just or it all nice. falls apart and yes. that's it. Yeah. Yes. It's one or the other. That's all it is. And either way it's the holiday, so you gotta be happy. Exactly. And I love that. Yeah. I love it. It's it's hard to bum me out during the holidays. Yeah, I agree. Um, this year we are celebrating fall. Uh, we don't normally celebrate fall, so we Wait. are pretty stoked. What does that mean? <laughs> Please explain how you're celebrating fall because I'm confused. Okay, we got pumpkins. <laughs> we got candles. You know, can, can I tell you what you remind me of right now? <laughs> you remind me of Stefan from SNL. Oh, this fall has everything. Pumpkins. It has candles. It has, <laughs> it has an it's old lady way. wearing a trench coat. <laughs> I love him so much. Who, who is that? Bill Hader, right? Yeah. I love Bill Hader so much, and I love like when he goes like this, and he's like, <laughs> "Oh, I love that. It's my favorite." Okay, so we have pumpkins. Mm -hmm. um, we have dead plants um, <laughs> as decoration. Well, okay. it's one dead plant. Okay, as decoration. Was it intentionally killed uh, for decoration? Yes. <laughs> it's reused, by the way. So <laughs> I just found it and I was like, this looks good. Um, we have a pumpkin like light candle thing that looks cool. I have a shakeable, what is that called? A shake Christmas weight. globe. Yeah, shake weight. <laughs> uh, I have a Christmas, I mean a holiday globe, holiday Christmas globe. I don't know what they're called. Globes. What? Snow yeah, globe, snow but globe. it's not snow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's still, it's still called a snow globe, I think. Oh, we got um, a tablecloth that matches harvest season. Okay. So feeling pretty stoked for Halloween to come next. We I also have Halloween doc decorations. Decorations. I, I think we should start. <laughs> we should actually just start celebrating all of the, the seasons. In spring, we do Midsommar, right? So we, we get flower crowns, we sacrifice our other friends. Yes. We put someone in a bear. <laughs> I think that's I think what it we should need be to Matthew. Do. I think it should be Matthew and not because he's my husband, but because he hates midsummer. So I think it would be fun for him to experience it. Does he as hate a flower? Does he hate the movie or does he hate midsummer? 
<laughs> no, he hates the movie. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? We actually are celebrating Yule this year, so we will have to celebrate Midsummer. Yeah, so. you have to. I like it when you say Yule because it reminds me of like just someone being like, it sounds like you're just saying a weird a word wrong. Like every time Yule. you, yeah, Yule. And I'm like, but where is she trying to say? It's like when I was, uh, oh. I was, I was trying to tell Elise about uh, foie gras, and I just kept saying it over and over again. She goes, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what that is. What are you doing? Why are you keep saying that? I go, foie gras, foie gras, foie gras. <laughs> That's how Yule sounds to me. That's so funny. I'm so sorry. I know sometimes when I speak Spanish to Matthew, I can see Matthew's face go like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. And then I say it in English, and I'm like, okay, now he knows what's happening. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, feel love like, it. I, I, I feel like, does that mean your Spanish is going to get significantly better? Because I feel like most of the time if I heard you speaking Spanish, I could at least kind of tell you what you were saying. Yeah, it's definitely getting better. Um, I'm trying to practice almost every single day now. Not That's be good. ashamed. The shame, shame monster um, definitely comes for me when I speak Spanish. So trying my best, trying to say words. Even if I mess up, I try to say them still. You you would think that like you you would actually feel really proud because like good for you for even knowing a second language. Yeah, it's just like I understand it, but fluently I just the speaking it is my family really my my dad really messed me up with it, you know, mm -hmm. by making fun of me. So Anyways, uh, should we get into our last topic? <laughs> yes, probably <laughs> because I, I'm telling you we're out of control. All right. But it's good. It's, it, <laughs> we can go on for days. Hey, look, if you're if you're a first time listener, you have to appreciate the banter is there. I mean, we literally won't shut up. It's a real That's issue, true. but a good issue, especially if you're gonna host a podcast. <laughs> we should live stream one day where it's like eight hours. We should just do an eight hour day. Honestly, I feel like if if we ever get like get big enough an audience, we should 100% do a charity stream where we do exactly that, and all of the proceeds oh, from yeah. it go to charity. Yeah, Good Mythical Warning does that. I love. Yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So I think, hey, if if you want to see money raised for people in need, share this with your friends. Yes, share with all of your friends. Share with all, all your, your friends. non-friends. Share it with people you hate. Yes, share it with people you hate. This will torture them because yeah. then you have to ask them how they how you how they liked it, and they have to say they either liked it or they did it, and that's how you know they're lying to you. Yeah, because you can either like us or hate us, but there's something about us that you kind of like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like a it's like how they treat war criminals. You just they you put them in a room, you blare the podcast. That's what they do. That's that's what happens. I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> all right all so right. you want to introduce our our uh, final <laughs> spicy topic abortion laws oh my that's God. what we're talking about you guys <laughs> <laughs> and we're just talking about like abortion and more yeah. abortion <laughs> hey yeah you thought this was gonna be a silly fun two friends talking huh oh no it's not we're gonna talk about important issues too we tricked you we made you stay this long you're 45 minutes in what are you gonna do turn it off now <laughs> they're gonna be like oh fuck this they're no, gonna be they're like gonna it's so funny as soon as i went what are you gonna do turn us off now they go yes and they just turn it off <laughs> well, some of them are, are probably like, well, what do they have to say about these abortion laws? Do they agree with me? Do they not agree with me? Where do they stand? Let me tell you where we stand. We stand where we stand. Is <laughs> I was going to say, I thought you were going to just end. I was just going to say, I thought you were going to just stop it with we stand where we stand. I was going to be like, perfect. She said it perfectly. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you guys. Then I'm just like, <laughs> That would have been great, but I was saying uh, we're actually sitting. We're not even standing. So take that, person watching. Oh, God. <laughs> it's the Dr. Perry, man. It, it is the Dr. Me. Perry. I also drank iced coffee a couple hours ago, too. So Okay, so you're just full of capping. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, yeah. Well, you want to... Yeah, I was going to say, you should give, before we give our opinions, just kind of 
with the research you've done, because the only responsible person on this podcast is Louisa. We talked about the podcast, and then I just, like, checked out until right now. Like, I was like, all right, time to do it. All right, but she actually did some research. So if you want to kind of just break down what's, what's going on, and then we'll talk about it. Yes. Let me pull up my phone real quick. Okay. So a couple of things about abortion and statistics. Um, they're not factual. And that's kind of like a big thing that I really looked into. So I believe it's, where is it? It's, it's three states that do not hold statistics because of confidentiality rules or policies that they do. Um, I believe it's, I don't remember the third exactly. Um, I believe it's either Idaho or Utah and California and New York officially. So two big areas, California and New York, where they don't share the statistics. But let's get a little sad here. So uh, with the statistics, I can't really say that word well, but I'm mm-hmm. going to say it all the time. So, yeah, perfect. Um, so this is from Guttmacher Institute which um, they do a lot of like these abortion uh, things and they talk about it a lot and they like research and do all these things. It's a really cool, uh, what is that called? A resource to use and look into. So if anybody's looking into that. So I have, I'm gonna put it here so that I'm not looking down all the time. (laughs) So I have uh, percentages of how many people, this is a, a survey of a 1,209 post-abortive women from nine different abortion clinics across the country. So about less than 0.5% got, and a trigger warning here, um, were a victim of rape. Uh, 3% were fetal health prob- problems. 4% was physical health problems. Uh, another 4% would interfere with education or career. And this is where it starts to become my body, my choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, 7% not mature enough to raise a child. 8% don't want to be a single mother. 19% done having children. 23% can't afford a baby. That is a huge amount of people. Um, 25% not ready to have a child. So... That's pretty intense. And then lastly, Florida. Hold on one second. Mm -hmm. So this is just Florida's statistics as of uh, 2018. Statistics take quite some time, you guys. So this is our most recent as of right now um, that a lot of research is going from 2018 and 2009, I believe. Um, 0.09% of Florida is the pregnancy resulted from incestuous, incest, I can't say that word, uh, relationship. Yes. And then again, raising the bar to trigger warning again, 0.14% women that were raped, 0.23 women's life was endangered because of the pregnancy. Um, and then the rest is kind of the same as earlier. There were serious fetal problems and physical health for the woman, the lady and all that stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, pretty intense information to find out. And then I have, if you want to say something, say something about the statistics, I have more information. So Yeah. So the, I think the, the one thing I want to point out about your statistics is the huge misconceptions you, people have about abortions. I think most of the people who are, who are anti-abortion in almost any case is because their misconception is that most abortions are people who are just irresponsible with birth control and 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 that's their form of birth control. I think that's just a wildly inappropriate misconception. Like I, where where is the evidence of that? I I think Yeah, I don't I don't understand when people say that. So uh, Matthew was on social media uh, the other this morning, and somebody commented where they say it's not the man's problem; it's the woman's problem to stop spreading their legs and to get on birth control and handle their own business. If you have a baby, you have a baby. And I said what I said. What about adoption? My huge hate when people say that type of stuff is uh, the adoption thing. You can just give the baby away to adoption. Mm-hmm. Over fifty percent of adoption rates are low. 
people are not adopting. No. That's a huge number. And I know it's half and half. People can look at it as half glass empty, half glass full or whatever. It's super sad that people think that they can just give the baby to or the child to the adoption clinics and stuff and uh, or housings and they think that their baby's going to be just fine. The amount of people that get hurt in adoptions and in foster homes is ridiculous yeah. and they don't give a shit about those kids and mm-hmm. that's what's super sad. So it really breaks my heart about that. Yeah. Um, so this is also where things get interesting. So instead of just doing the United States, I also looked into the entire world mm-hmm. <laughs> of abortion stuff. Uh-huh. So. Uh, I'm only going to touch on a couple, but here's the annual cost of treating major complications from unsafe abortions is about 553 million U.S. dollars. So that raises the question, are states uh, condoning or stopping the abortions because they want money? Yeah. Is that another thing that we have to ask ourselves? Or do they want us to pay for these medical expenses that we can't afford and will damage our bodies for? So this is extremely sad. <laughs> I, I think there's probably some, I mean, some truth to that. I would say 90, I, I still think maybe like, maybe I'm being excessive with 90% of the time. Let's say 70% of the time. I think people exclusively are against abortions because of their political ideology, even if they don't believe it. Do you have more? Because I think think the most important thing I want to say about this is something frustrating that I've been seeing lately. So I think this is a really good time to talk about abortion because we're also in the middle of the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. Almost every person I see applauding the new abortion laws in Texas are the same people who are staunchly pro-choice when it comes to the vaccine. They're, oh, yes. They're, they're anti-choice for women, but pro-choice for themselves. How so, does that make sense in their mind? How, how could those two ideas coincide with each other? Yeah, I totally agree. Um... I met this lady the other day, or maybe like a week or two ago, um, and she was talking about how she doesn't like women. And I was like, okay, well, that's okay, right? So everyone has their own opinion. That's Uh totally okay. And I'm not the type of person that fights other people uh, when you just have an opinion on things. But if you're just like being racist, yeah, I'm going to be having an opinion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm definitely going to have to say something. Um, But she was like, I hate women. They're snarky. They shouldn't be uh, doing anything in office. They shouldn't be doing anything for this country. Um, They are brats. They don't know what they're doing. And I just like looked at her and I said, men are the same way. All humans are the same way. We can all be the same thing. She immediately shut down and turned away from me and ignored me. And I was like, well, I think you are snarky. <laughs> you, maybe you're the I don't problem. think you like yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I think it's those types of people that really, and I hate saying those types of people, but it's true. Yeah. Um, I think it's them that they, they, they hate themselves and they know the choices that they would make. And so they reflect it on other people. Like they don't have any hope for good. Yeah. You know, it's all selfish, selfish decisions. It's just, but I will tell you, it has led to some like really funny comedic moments. This the whole debate that we're having right now, because people go, they talk, they're talking about the vaccines, right? They go, you know what? It's my body, and I should be able to choose uh, when I put stuff into it, or, or the medical choices I make for myself. Uh, you know, the government should not tell me what I need to do to live my life. And I go, you are completely right. The government should not be able to tell you what to do with your body. And they're like, they're like, yeah, you get it. I go, so that's why abortion should be accessible to everyone. And they're like, no, totally that's not agree. what I mean. 
Yeah, that is funny when they, when you see like those videos on TikTok and YouTube and stuff, and the people are interviewing them. It's my favorite thing. Um, I wanted to touch base on Texas's law, Texas law, hmm. uh, about how it's uh, nothing after six weeks, mm-hmm. right? I think it's um, yeah, I think it's six weeks. Yeah. Um, did you know for the rest of the world, it's about 12 weeks, so they give women the amount of time to find out that they're pregnant or not, yeah. and to make that executive decision? That was so heartbreaking to me. <laughs> I was like in my bed crying. I was like, how sad is it that these these states are starting to turn around their thought process because they think that we should just have babies and stuff like that and not care for our women? Ugh. <laughs> I hate people. I hate them so much. Can we talk about what I believe is kind of the most alarming part of this new law they passed in Texas? Did you know that along with this bill, you're allowed to retaliate and and sue anyone involved with the abortion, right? So if you were an Uber driver, yes, if you were an Uber driver who you don't know who you're picking up and you pick up a woman to take them to an abortion clinic... You, they, you could be legally liable in court because of that. It's insanity. Like, how can yeah. anyone think that's okay? And how do, you, and how do you know it's an abortion? How do you know they're getting an abortion? You don't. You know, just because you take them to like a Planned Parenthood or to the doctor, mm-hmm. like just because you do that, like who talks to their Uber driver? Well, Most of the that? time, the Uber driver's just talking or it, nothing. It, it, say you're you know? say you're eight weeks pregnant, which is past the the law, right? No one's showing at eight weeks pregnant. You're not going to know what people are doing. And Planned Parenthood, for those who don't know, offer a variety of medical services that have nothing to do with abortions. Yes, exactly. It's just, it's, I just can't believe where, remember like five years ago when Handmaiden's Tale came out and we're all like, wow, that's a scary sci-fi show. (laughs) And now now we're right here. Yes, it's totally happening. And just how they got um, murdered and they were being placed along the lines on this show, like on the over the bridge area, like that's what's happening here. That's the suing. That's the orders that were given. And it's just it's so sad and fucked up. And anybody that's against abortion, just you need to look into it and ask people and not be so blinded. Talk to people about it. You know? and, yeah, and I'm different like, people outside of your circle, exactly. not the people inside your circle. Yes. Get out of it. Okay, you can't be in a bubble. Like I, 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 you know, I I surround myself with a huge variety of people. Almost no one in my life has the same political ideals as me. And mm-hmm. and I don't think I. It, I mean, look, it doesn't make you. It doesn't brainwash you. Hear other people's opinions. I, you know, respect other people. I mean, it's, I think it's the bare minimum. Yeah. If you give respect, you'll earn respect, right? Like you'll earn my respect by giving you respect. And I definitely agree with that statement, but some people, you just got to cut them off. Oh no. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I just mean I've been doing that in my life and it feels great (laughs) and maybe it doesn't need to be the people you don't have to actually know people look up resources where you can hear from women who've had that experience or it just yeah you you can't you can't live inside your own cultural bubble that you've curated for yourself because then you'll never understand the rest of the world and I think that's dangerous yeah I agree. And that's why that's why I, I call it I didn't mean to call it research. Um, that's my bad. I definitely take that word back. Uh, I'm not a scientist and I do not hold that standard on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I just looked into information yes. that I thought was suitable for myself. And yeah, I said for myself. And I also looked into information that I found that was not suitable. I also looked into different other things and stuff. So just want to throw that out there. I looked into a lot of different articles and I tried to find the truth and stuff. And then I went to who? So, you know, good, uh, another good uh, site on information, yeah. not bias, just straight information. So look into that too. You got you people, you person, <laughs> you, you person, <laughs> listen in now. But I mean, what a way, what, 
<laughs> what a way to end a show. You know, just, you, we're, 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 we're the podcast version of a roller coaster, except for it only goes down. <laughs> we're, we're like a supreme screen. <laughs> yeah, you go to the top, you have a great time, and then we just drop the bottom out from you. Uh, <laughs> but... That's what I, they get. Them. I, I, is there anything else you wanted to say about uh, what's going on in Texas before we wrap up the show? Uh, just my vagina, my choice. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much it. You know what? And uh, I'm going to go ahead and second that. Uh, yeah. But I hate, look, I'm not one to toot my own horn, but I'm going to have to go and say this was the best first episode of all time. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We, we killed that shit, dude. We did so good. <laughs> all right. I think uh, we'll need to be a little bit more... Uh... Focused, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> or I, not. Were, were you ever bored, person listening? Probably not. Maybe. I actually don't know your life. You might have a really high threshold for boredom. Uh but if you want to uh, share the podcast or listen to it without our faces, it's available on any of the streaming platforms you enjoy. Uh, and then if you want to watch us live, we're live most Mondays at 7 o'clock. And we'll, we'll usually tell you the week before if that, that schedule is going to vary at all. But yeah, we're live on Twitch at the Jennifer T. Um, and yeah, if you want, you can be part of the conversation. Uh, so that's... That's that's pretty much it. Hey, do you want to do you want to plug anything? No. Okay, the podcast. We plug the podcast. Listen to us. That's it. All right. That's pretty much it. But yeah. Well, and that's going to wrap it up. Uh see you guys next week. Uh, bye. Bye.